in a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five. We are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guests every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Hello, everybody. This week, I have a double whammy. I have Jessica and TH, who are the founders of the Ex-Experts and the hosts of the Divorce Etc. podcast, where they help guide and support people through their divorce and beyond. I'm so happy to have you girls here. Thank you so much for having us, Olga. Yeah, we're, we're very excited to be here. And I can't wait to hear how you two connected, how you got started on your divorce mission, and what are you doing now to help people navigate this transition? We got stories for you. Jessica <laughs> loves to tell the backstory, yeah, so I'll I'm going to give start. it to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do have to kind of preface this because this is all about with my first husband, because I have been married and divorced twice. So I really, truly am an ex-expert. Um, but my first husband I met when I was a freshman in college. TH and he were best friends from high school. So I'd heard about her a lot in the beginning when I when I was in college because he would always talk about his best friend TH. So she came up to our campus for a Halloween party and I had heard so much about her and I was so excited to meet her. So I, I see her walk into the party and I go running over and I'm like, oh my God, you're TH. And she literally looks at me and she's like, where's Darren? And I go walking over to him and I'm like, that's your best friend. She's a bitch. So I don't even remember the story. <laughs> I was a kid in college drinking with my girlfriend, showing up at Darren's house where he's having a big party. And this little two pound thing comes flying into my face. No respect for like, you know, personal space. And I can imagine that that was probably my reaction, but I'm so not a bitch. But I was like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you like. That's, I would imagine that was my response. So we've decided that I don't remember the story. Darren didn't talk about her. I remember the story. And I don't know what yeah. to say. But anyway, she, I had heard about her. She had not heard about me. Fine. Water under the bridge. Several years later, when we'd all graduated college and we were all living in New York City, our soon-to-be husbands also then ended up becoming best friends and th and i bonded on a different level and we became best friends and so we were like couples best friends and we got engaged within a month of each other married within a month of each other we were traveling taking trips together and we started our families similar times she has a couple kids older than mine but then our sons were born like a week apart and we just were living very parallel lives together a lot of the time and it looks beautiful from the outside it, right like pretty right. couples traveling country club kids and dogs apartment city going out on the outside everything looked great looked and then great. we found out 13 years into our marriages within a week of each other that both of our husbands were having affairs and covering for each other they were telling us that they were going on guys trips, motorcycle ride in Costa Rica. They were taking their girlfriends to the four seasons in Costa Rica together while we were home working and taking care of the kids. And that had been going on for a while and we did not know. So many years, divorces, many, many years. 
started at literally the exact same time. That's how like the whole process started. We were young. Our kids were young. Mine were two and four. Teach had three kids under the age of eight. We weren't yet at that age group. I hate to say it, but we weren't yet at that age group where people start getting divorced. We were only like in our mid thirties. Both TH and I, our parents are still married. We did not have a lot of exposure and a lot of experience with divorce. And we were in the thick of it together with each other every day. What did your lawyer tell you? Did you know about this? Or how are you dealing with this? Don't forget to add this. And we would say all the time, can you imagine if we had to go through this alone? This is crazy. And our divorces were completely different. I actually had a very amicable divorce. I'm very close with him today. Teaches was very acrimonious, stretched on for several years. Even though they were so different, we were in the weeds with each other every day. And I always use the analogy of it's like having a new baby. You give a new baby and everyone in your life is like, how's the baby? And they kind of just want to hear like the baby's fine. They don't really But care. if you have a friend who has a new baby, they're like, how many hours they sleep last night? How many ounces did they drink at this meal? You know, how many dirty diapers have you changed? Like you're comparing, not comparing, but like, you know, commiserating together. And that's what we were doing. And we would say all the time back, this is 15 years ago, we would say all the time, like we have to figure out a way to pay it forward to other people who go through this because this is so overwhelming and dark and scary. And like, if we had to go through this alone, we don't know what we would do. So that was like when the seeds were, were planted, planted for us, for ex yeah. experts. And, and, and I, I was thrilled to be out of my marriage. I was completely miserable. And I just couldn't find my way out. I, I knew that I wanted to leave, but I had three little kids. And I think that that guilt <clears throat> kept me in it. And as close as Jessica and I were, we never told each other. Yeah, we didn't really know. It was that we had inklings that our husbands were cheating or even right. that we were unhappy. Only when it was completely obvious and there was like a scene made with me and my ex primarily because Jessica and Darren rarely did that. But um we didn't even know because we weren't ready to face it on our own. So certainly the business side of divorce, we help one another, but even more importantly is the emotional part. We were there for each other. We had our kids on the same weekends. We covered our first New Year's Eve. We, Mother's Day, any holidays, we were covered. We had each other. You don't have a place to go, you're coming to me. I don't have a place to go, I'm going to you. That was like sealed in stone, not just a friend being like, oh, go, you know, you're always welcome for Thanksgiving, which is in seven months from now to come over with your kids. And then Thanksgiving comes and you're going to be like, well, she offered that like invited? seven months ago. Does that even really count? Like, so we, we were like tried and true ride or die step in step with each other. And my ex-husband was engaged to somebody before I knew for sure he was cheating on me. So that's the kind of person that I was then divorcing. And then our growth and everything, we were side by side, the greatest of friends and, and advocates for one another when we were like, holy crap, this process is horrendous. Had nothing to do with emotions. I couldn't have been happier. I told her she saved my life the day I found out. But the process was debilitating. And the only person who could understand or who I felt comfortable having as a listener was Jessica. I wasn't airing it to other people. I didn't want them to know my stuff that was going on. 
And so we had like a pact. So X experts was created because there was no place to find vetted information that's trustworthy to rely on, to educate us. She's teaching me what her lawyer told her and I'm teaching her what my lawyer told me. So we have vetted the information on this platform and through our podcast and our YouTube channel, you don't have to be Googling this shit anymore. Like, just come to us. We have done the homework for you because we know that you can't even think when you're feeling emotional trauma, whether you're happy to be out of your marriage or not, the process will take you down if you can't handle it amicably. And if you can handle it amicably, like Jessica and Darren did, the emotional stuff will become overbearing for you. I didn't have emotional problems. I was good. I was mourned, over, done, and that's it. So, you know, really supporting each other and, and knowing what we know now from having interviewed hundreds of our ex-experts, our professionals, as well as sharing our own stories, you will be empowered from the information and the support that we provide you. And so many people say, God, I wish I knew you when I was going through my divorce, however many years ago, instead of Googling it, paying $500 an hour and using my lawyer as my therapist, among a million other mistakes that we have all made. And it's so fine. Yeah. But X-Experts has, has, was created with that in mind. And I wanted to ask you that. What are the biggest mistakes that you see people trying to handle divorce on their own without your support? What do you feel like, please do not make this mistake that you want to share with my audience? I would say that one of the biggest mistakes is people choosing the wrong lawyers. Because I un we understand that your first gut reaction, your knee-jerk reaction is, oh my God, I got to get a lawyer. And maybe you have a friend who got divorced and for, and maybe they liked their lawyer and you're like, okay, great. That's my lawyer. That's not necessarily your lawyer. And, and we, we know better than that. And we actually, at this point, I mean, when we got divorced, we didn't know anything about divorce coaches and things like that. But we think that what people really need to understand is a either go meet a divorce coach to be able to talk through what kind of a divorce do you want? What do you see this process looking like for you? It's possible that you may be in a situation where there's no way out of litigating. If you're married to a difficult person like TH was, it didn't matter whether or not she wanted an amicable divorce. But knowing what kind of a divorce you want and making sure that you get the appropriate lawyer and someone that you feel like has your back and that you can trust implicitly that if they go into those meetings without you, that they are representing your words and what you want the outcome to be. I would say that's probably the number one biggest mistake is like just people not understanding that, you know, Teach is my best friend. If I, if I had not gotten divorced at the same time as her, and she, well, this is maybe not a great example because she didn't love her lawyer in the end, but for, I would, I wouldn't know enough to not use her lawyer. She, she prepped for four years for a court battle. I, I got divorced with my ex. We negotiated over the kitchen table. Her lawyer would not have been the right lawyer for me. Right, so it's right. really important for people to understand that you have to understand what kind of divorce you want. And that's such a great advice because we think, oh, all I need is a lawyer with the term family in front of it, but that's not true. It's the, not. Right? There are so many 
strategies that you can go after. And the very first one will be like that. Like, is this going to be amicable or a little it's going to be more litigious. That's already the first one to start with. And, and then, then if you think it's going to be amicable, are you having a collaborative divorce? Are you mediating? Are you going to do arbitration? Like what are your other out of court options? It's not just this or that. Correct. Right. And, and that's kind of how it was when we separated from our husbands. Like you just got a divorce. Now it's like <laughs> a whole a la carte menu, you know, you, or make it yourself, like whatever you want. So I, I would say, um, the mistake also is, and this kind of piggybacks on what Jessica said, is people just run out the door with their emotions. Oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to go here. I got to hire this. I got to talk to her and her and him and tell my parents and listen to everybody's advice. And that is not what you do. The very first thing you do is take a minute. And I'm, I'm you know, being facetious. It's not really a minute. Take time to absorb what's actually happened. Do not, you can put whatever you want on your voice memo. You can be careful writing it all down, but you can put it in a place. You can scream it in, you know, an empty house, but take a minute to absorb everything and then slowly get a plan together for yourself. Do not make decisions based on your emotional state because your emotional state whether you were Jessica in an amicable situation or me, and it was completely opposite situations, we should have both taken a minute. I hired a lawyer that my friend said was good. I used her. We got in the thick of it with her. I trusted her. If she said this meeting's called off, then I'm like, okay, this meeting's called off. Now, knowing what I know, I should have said no freaking way. I'm paying you a shit ton of money. We're all here at the table. This meeting is not called off but I was afraid I am trusting now this person. So yes, you have to, you have to be careful in hiring your lawyer. And what we do at X experts is teach you what questions do I ask? What things are okay to ask? By the way, everything is the answer to that. There are no bad questions. And if anybody makes you feel that you're asking a bad question, that's not somebody that you hire. Get a new so lawyer. <laughs> We coach you and educate you so you're prepared with a plan, a roadmap, where do I begin, things to consider so that you show up in a meeting with your lawyer and remember that they work for you. You don't work for them. Yeah. They're not your therapist either. So all of the things that you may not consider because it's super overwhelming when you're in the initial stages, we support you with. So Take a minute to sink in, create a plan, and then move forward. No knee-jerk reactions. There are a ton of lawyers out there. I don't care if your ex has met everybody in town. They haven't met everybody in town. So yeah. there are a lot of really great lawyers out there and a lot of not great lawyers. But if you don't take time, you might hire someone and get stuck with them. And what you were saying, take time and make sure that you sort of rein in your emotions before you start making decisions. Absolutely. Because when emotions are high, your intellect is so low. You cannot be making these decisions that you're going right. to sign a dotted line and they're going to dictate right. the rest of your life. Yeah. I wish that we put as much effort, time, and emphasis on our divorces as we do on our weddings. Come on. The amount of money, time that we spend hiring all these people, you know, like you have interviews with florists. But they right. are divorced. And it's like, yeah, this one. So will. true. 
Right here, That's right. really a great analogy. We're going to totally steal that from you and Wait, start using which it. font are you going to use for your invitation? Which font? Think about right. that. Right. How big do you want the lace border oh on your napkins? God. Wait, which stamps? We got it. We have to do a podcast about that. Yeah. <laughs> The amount of time and effort, and I do get it, the, the emotional origination of those states is completely different. You're excited, blah, blah. This, you are like, I'm overwhelmed. But that's where people like you guys come into the picture to say, I'll help you with the overwhelm. I'll be your coordinator. I'll help you be like, okay, right. this is the person that you need to see. This is the steps that you need to take. Which again, like you guys were saying, we didn't even have this available like a decade ago. The fact that we have it now is because of people like you guys who went through it and are determined to help the next round of divorces and say, it doesn't have to be that hard. Right. Yeah. And you're not alone and you're going to be okay. That's the, those are the other really important tips, no matter how bad it is. I was actually doing a Peloton class yesterday and he said, you have officially survived a hundred percent of your hardest days. You're here. You are here right now. You have survived all of that. So don't forget that, which empowers you to move forward. You have survived 100% of your hardest days. I love that. I always say that divorce always ends. I mean, it may end up better or worse, but it always ends. That's, That's right. right. It's, it's just how, how unpleasant are we going to make the process? And again, despite popular beliefs, there is a lot of room for you to learn how to negotiate, for you to get the right lawyer. So I'm really curious for everyone that is listening and saying, okay, I trust you ladies, you got the knowledge. How do people find you and what's the process when they want to start working with you? I mean, we kind of are everywhere you want to look and we that was a very um, specific decision of ours. I mean, our website, which is xexperts.com, it's all spelled out, E-X-E-X-P-E-R-T-S.com, is kind of the the base ground zero of the platform. You can access the Divorce Etc. podcast from our website. You can access all of our social media channels from our website. We have articles on all of the topics that we do podcast interviews with. You can uh, access the full transcripts of all of the podcast interviews, all of our ex-experts. You can find their bios and they have each have their own pages with their areas of expertise and their contact information. I mean, we have compiled everything for you. It's kind of a one-stop shop right there on our website. However, for people who aren't necessarily looking stuff up on the web, our Divorce Etc. platform is on every podcast platform, easy to find. Um, And of course, and our handle for all of our social, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, it's all at X experts, same thing spelled out. We've recently launched a YouTube channel where we have the videos of our podcast, but also brand new content that we've created just for the channel. So I, I, I do have to say where, wherever you spend your time online, we're there. You'll right. find us in any of those areas. And for people to start working with you, do they have an initial consultation or you give them the resources and then they, they work their plan on their own? We, we usually lead them. Like we just got a DM from someone about mediation and hire, what do I hire a lawyer? If I mediate, if I've already hired a mediator, I'll lead her to the podcast that we've done that talk about those things. And then I can help her directly one-on-one to work through with the plan to interview a mediator, to interview your lawyer, things to think about before you go in for your first mediation with your ex and sitting in the room with him or her 
and handling all of that and the kids. So they, anybody can email us hello at xexperts.com and you can DM us, you can make comments, whatever you want. We, we respond to everything. And if you sign up for our weekly newsletter, X Experts in your inbox, it's once a week. It recaps the podcast that went out that week. We each also share a personal note. We've talked about what it means to win your divorce, to what is a win in your life. We've talked about the perfect family. What does that really look like? How to be alone, but not be lonely. These are things that we go through today and we're 15 years out because we're still co-parenting and we're still dealing with our kids who are now minor in their twenties. They were eight, six, and four. And there's new stuff that comes up all the time. Trust me, I just had a graduation. All of us together, kumbaya. So there's always stuff. So you can email us, DM us, talk to us directly. We are happy to work with you and um, and give you the information that you need. What do you guys have for advice for co-parenting since you mentioned it briefly? And uh, because I, I, it's, it's the fun, it's the gift that keeps- So let me, let me say mine first. So, because we only handle business. I handle business with my ex to this day. And sometimes he still doesn't respond and I have to eventually go to my kids. I'm like, I know you need money. And I'm trying to keep you out of this, but he's not responding. So now I need to bring you in the loop. So the number one thing I would say is communication, whether you handle it my way, which is through email, or you handle it Jessica's way, which is, hey, we got to talk about something, or are we going out all for dinner and you know whatever else. Communication at whatever level you are comfortable with, because you don't want to have triggers. I was in an emotionally abusive marriage. I can't stand being around him. I can't stand his energy, his smirks, his comments, his whatever. I just, I don't trust any of it. So the best way for me to communicate is email, but I'm still communicating. So do your best to communicate, whether it's on the phone, in person, through email, sometimes with your kids, but my kids are older now and we're in a different place. I wouldn't say to use your kids as a communication vehicle, unless you're at a certain stage where... I am. Um, there are a lot of I would say communication apps. is the most important thing. And when it is in writing and you are only able to handle business, it's in writing to protect yourself. Now there are co-parenting apps that are fantastic and submissible in court. If you're not getting your money that you need or pickup screwed up or the parenting time is completely, you know, thrown out the window. You need to be able to protect yourself if you do need post-judgment, if you do need to go back to court post-judgment or revisit your agreement and parenting time. So use the tools that are out there with these apps and communicate in a way that does not trigger things for you and that you know you can get results with. That's my, I only wanted to jump in first because I know Jessica's like, oh, well, well. but, no, but no. I, I this think was, this that- is difficult. Everything that TH said is spot on, 100%, absolutely. I, I will also say, despite the fact that I have a very amicable relationship with my kid's dad, one of the biggest and hardest lessons for me as a kind of type A-ish person, I apologize for the sirens, I'm in New York City. Um, one of the most difficult things and hardest lessons for me to learn over the years was you cannot micromanage what's happening at your ex's house on their time with your kids that was like a tough thing for me to be able to swallow we i think 
I think he's a great dad. I think he shows up for the kids in a lot of ways. And, and he is, he really is a great dad, but there are things that he allows things that he gives permission to do that I would never do my literally my daughter told me today that she had a friend sleep over last night at her dad's on a school night. I, I would that would never happen in my apartment. He let my kids take the subway without telling me when they were younger like putting them in ubers alone when i didn't know they were alone in the car like there was definitely shit that was going on and i spent a lot of time and energy when my kids were really little trying to manage how things were run at his apartment our bedtimes weren't the same the amount of tv watching wasn't the same look if your child is safe assuming everybody has a safe situation meaning you and your ex because obviously if and in any kind of situation where there's any danger for you or for your kids you know all bets are off but assuming your ex's home is a safe place and that you're not worried about the safety of your kids and and that kind of thing you gotta let it go you gotta let it go you have to learn to pick your battles and you have to just let shit go and so i think with co-parenting that's really been something that I have honed over the years that I, I don't immediately react or start yelling because I found out that he's allowing them to do something that I wouldn't let them do or that I don't think is appropriate or whatever it is. I can't, I can't do that. It's that it only safe, hurts right? you. It's not it, getting it, right, you anywhere. It pisses me off. It fills me up with negative energy. I walk around like all clenched and angry. Yeah. Like I can't, I cannot live that way. And so for everyone listening, I would say a very important lesson in co-parenting is that you have to pick your battles and you have to accept the fact that things are not going to be the same at your home and at their home. Yeah. And that's okay. You just have to learn how to manage it on your own. Honestly, I call it nowadays is more biodiversity for my children. They get to grow up in two completely different environments. We all get to be calm about it because like you said, it's great advice to not micromanage and keep the communication lines open in whichever form that happens to be. I love that you guys have two different parenting, co-parenting styles. And I always say like the goal of the divorce shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to end up in a very amicable co-parenting or I'm going to end up on a parallel parenting situation. We don't get to decide that. That's right. just life. And it's going to evolve in whichever way it goes. I'm just interested in great parenting. And for that, you just need one parent. Whoever is showing up here, you two beautiful ladies showing how you care about your children. That's it. Whatever happens with the other co or parallel parenting, it's just what happens. We're going to still right. do it. Your kids it's a journey. It's are. a journey too. It's a journey be to be like, you've been gone for four years. Now you're showing up and you want to be with the kids half the time. Who the hell do you think you are? He's their dad. Yeah. That's who and, he is. And, and it's a hard kids, pill to swallow. And your kids learn over yeah. time, like who they can rely on and when and where, and they love you for who you are. And they see your shortcomings because they are people too and grow into it. And you have to like, go with God and just know that the the things that you're trying to instill in them and the lessons that you're trying to help them learn, you know, as they're younger and growing up that someday they're going to look back and recognize 
oh, this is why you did those things. You, you really just, but I mean, we have very different perspectives on a lot of things when it comes to divorce because we had very different divorces. The only similarity with both of our situations were that our husbands were both cheating on us. And that we think that's one of like the beautiful things about ex-experts, people who come to, whether it's the podcast or um, on our social media, like we are putting out totally different things we listen to each other, we respect each other, we totally understand why each other has the perspectives and does the things that they do. But people will come to us and are not going to get cookie cutter, we're always, always both on the same right. page, we're not. We're right. offering you real perspectives based on real life experience and real expertise from our experts. And I invite everyone to go and check out your website, your Instagram, your YouTube, because you do put so much information out there. It's beautifully organized. And I know that the first feeling is overwhelmed and I don't even know where to start. Well, these two wonderful ladies have put together, you guys have done the groundwork that a lot of people get charged for that. You know, a lot of those $700 an hour for lawyers is for doing the things that you guys have done. So I seriously invite, encourage everyone to go and find you. And we're getting to the end. So I do have a couple of questions that I'd like to ask all my guests. And I can't wait to hear your perspectives on this. So whoever wants to answer first, uh, where do you see your next great chapter for yourselves, for your company? Go ahead. I would say for our company is being uh, present in person really connecting with you face-to-face. -face. Now COVID's done. We built this whole platform. We have the network and now we want to meet you. We want to see you. We want to cheer you on. We want to move you beyond because guess what? Like Olga said, divorce isn't forever. And when it ends, that's when the real work starts. And we have been out of our marriages longer than we were in our marriages now. And we have dated and we have broken up and we've had our heart broken and we've made mistakes with our kids and we've had multiple careers. And now we started a new career in the middle of our life. So I think for our business really to be face-to-face -face with you guys and bringing this engagement and this energy off the screen and being able to, to really be in the same room together. And for me personally, I'm definitely living my next stage now. I am full for myself. I have taken responsibility for myself, my actions in my marriage. Um, I didn't cheat, but I allowed somebody to treat me really badly and disrespect me. And I allowed my kids to see that. And I lied to myself and I lied to everybody who I cared around me. And I will never do that again. And it's taken many years to make sure that those patterns really are undone. Huge advocate for a therapist. She took me through my divorce. She didn't help me get divorced. She helped me divorce a narcissist. And I don't take that word lightly. Um, it, it's, it's very serious when you're married to somebody like that and you go through that kind of emotional turmoil and gaslighting because that now you have to figure out who the hell am I? If I'm not who he says I am, you know, what do, what do I like? How do I want to dress? How do I want to wear my hair? What kind of shop, you know, whatever. What do I want to learn? I don't want to be a real, real estate broker. I don't want to. I want to go into business with Jessica and create this whole like <laughs> divorce, et cetera thing. Identifying who I am and what I want to be. I am now whole. And I not presented like the most amazing man into my life. So this is my next chapter is to like explore my life with him, 
watch my kids continue to blossom and just be super present every single day. Love it. What about you, Jessica? So I would say for our business, I mean, I think that we have a lot of the same goals for our business for sure, but I would also say like to continue just sort of solidifying the positioning of our platform as like the number one go-to destination for everything divorce, which is where we are now. We have more than a hundred thousand downloads of our podcast. We know it's resonating with people. We have thousands of people on our newsletter list. Um, so I think continuing to grow in that direction, um, because that's exactly what we want to be doing. We want to be offering these resources and helping people to get through what is one of the most difficult life stages. Um, for me personally, don't laugh. I, I do still believe in the institution of marriage. I've been married and divorced twice. I would like to get married again. It took me a while to get there after my second divorce. Um, I find it, I totally understand the importance of I'd rather be alone for the right reasons than be with the wrong person. So I'm not looking to rush into anything, but I feel like for me, the type of relationship that for me personally would be the most fulfilling would be all in in that way. Um, but, you know, my kids are, well, my son is in college. My daughter's still in high school. So I also feel like I'm kind of, I don't, who, I know enough to say never, say never. And, and like, who knows what the future holds? I don't necessarily feel uh, like I can predict what my next phase is. Cause I feel like right now I'm still totally in this phase and I wanna get the kids out and situated on their own to be able to relax and focus on myself. But I mean, this, the Divorce Etc. podcast and the ex-experts is a huge part of us and what we do and our mission and what we believe in. So um, that's just an exciting road that we're on. Well, it's going to happen. You guys have created an incredible community and platform. So I seen it's just a matter of time. And, and I really wish that you guys put together the in-person events because it's so needed. They're right? coming. Especially They're coming. We're coming. Yes. Perfect. Keep us posted then. We'll be in Hawaii. We'll meet you in Hawaii. <laughs> I'll be there then. We'll do divorce and surfing. My favorite things. <laughs> totally. You'll teach us to surf and then we'll teach everybody else everything else. Um, I do want to say that our, our number one mission in getting loud about this is to remove the stigma of divorce. Let's Absolutely. stop whispering the word. Let's scream it out loud. It's enough. Yeah. And also to stop um, sort of degrading and shaming people. Yeah, that's right. I'm that's like, right. It's not a failure. It shit no. happens. That's all. And to me, it's evolution. It's literally totally. a lot of people just evolve out of the relationship. The relationship is completed. What are we doing? Are we going to get frozen in that? No, no, we move on. I want, I keep on saying, I'm not glamorizing divorce by any means, but I want to be neutral. I want it to yeah. be that if you go to someone and say, I'm having a divorce, they do not give you condolences. They do not yeah. go, what happened? They simply say, that's a, that's a challenging time in your life. How are you, ha how are you handling it? Right. How can I support? Right. Right. And there's nothing to be ashamed of at work with friends, the way you're treated with your kids and alone and dating and all of it. Like, let's get rid of that already. So we are the voices behind it. You are too, Olga, obviously. The more we talk about it, the less of an issue it is. It's something that happened in our lives. It doesn't define us. And it sure as hell was a huge opportunity for us yeah. to do things differently and take control of our lives and 
you know, evolve, like you said, it's an evolution. So that, that is the mission with this is getting loud, giving support, knowledge is power, and let's not be ashamed of the divorce anymore. In my opinion, I actually think that especially women, I, I work mostly with women, women who go through divorce and they actually grow through the experience, they become absolute badasses. I That's have- right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I just want to put that into people's psyches as well. Instead of seeing themselves as I'm going to be a victim and people are going to think less of me. I actually think a lot of you because I know that, like you said before, you've gone through hell. You've gone through a really hard period of your life and you're still here. And yeah. we get better. We get empowered. We learn communication, negotiation, persuasion. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm way better than I was before. So yeah. again, respect for everybody's path. If your path is staying in your marriage, kudos to you. If your path is ending it, kudos and respect to you too. So I love that mission, fully supported. Let's keep on shouting it from the rooftops. And the other question is, where do you see the world's next great chapter? I will say again, never to say never. I don't know that I can predict anything, but I I feel like when I when you had uh, told us that that was one of the questions to me, I'm like um, putting it into kind of the context of our whole conversation and what we do and that sort of thing. And I feel like when it comes to marriage and families and divorce and things like that, I I feel like people are going to continue either getting married later or not getting married. And I think that the definition of what the traditional family has always been is going to look very different for the next generation. So I don't know if it means that divorce rates themselves will go down because if people don't get married, obviously, um, then sort of the uh, the outline of what divorce will look like will be different because it just may be couples who weren't actually married but are maybe kind of common law married and they have kids and they have to figure out the you know separation of all of that but I I do that's for me I think where I I see things going I got married when I was 23 years old I don't think that's you know still common anymore and that's the kind of thing that that's going on so I just think that the whole outlook on families and parenting and um, marriage is gonna continue going in a different direction, which is gonna be more of a, a fit for people for themselves. And they're not gonna feel the societal pressure of, oh, we've been dating X number of years and now we need to get married. I, I think that's like, you know, behind us. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, what I about- agree. And, and I think the whole definition of a relationship is changing you know, the types of relationships that you engage in. I mean, there are open marriages, there are open relationships. That would never be okay when we got married. You're having an open marriage. Why are you getting married? So I think that the way that people relate to one another and the kind of commitments, you have a lot of single parents out there. Um, And then I think the divorce will still be significant because you do still have a, a large percentage of people getting married. And it's really the second marriage where the divorce rate is almost 70%. And so for people who don't take the time to do the work and and take responsibility, whether they were the cheater or the stealer or whatever, they wanted to move on, it takes two. For whatever, however a relationship doesn't work out, it takes two. So I think that people with more awareness around mental health and your self-care, I mean, these topics are paramount and empowerment 
female empowerment and women, you know, having their own careers, making their own money. I think all of that is going to change the way that people have a relationship and they're coming into it all with more knowledge. And I think that if they get married, I hope that they're, you know, well prepared for what that means because it still does mean something significant in a traditional sense. And if you want that, then be educated that you're making this decision because you really want it. Not because that person has a good pedigree. I'm this age. My clock is ticking. I got to have a kid by 30. Like there's no timeline anymore. You make your own timeline. And so we are all about educating you to make your best choices. And I think for the world, the way you relate to people, the way you grow yourself, there's so much support out there for you. So if you choose marriage, that's awesome. If it doesn't work out and you get a divorce, that's okay. All of it's okay because you're leading with knowledge and power. I'm going to leave it there. Just lead with knowledge and power. We're dropping the mic. That was incredible. I just want to thank you. First of all, for the work that you're doing, incredible work, how you transform that pain into your purpose and now you're helping others make this situation not be as traumatizing as it could be. You're actually empowering them. So for that, I honestly respect and thank you. And thank you so much for spending this time with me. It was so awesome to get to meet you in person. Well, computer person. <laughs> see the faces behind your amazing project. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you so you, much Olga. for the opportunity, Olga. Thank you. And to everybody else, I'll see you next week. Aloha. Hey, if you're passionate about helping others move to the next chapter and want to join one of the fastest growing industries, I would like to invite you to my upcoming training to become a certified holistic divorce coach. Just head over to olganadal.com and click on the Holistic Divorce Institute tab. I can't wait to meet you inside the program.